podcast. For those that may be listening for the first time, our podcast is an offshoot from our main platform, YouTube. Our channel is called Coffee and Bible Time, where our goal is to help people delight in God's word. We also have a website and storefront with Bible studies, prayer journals, and more. I'm Mentor Mama, and today we're going to be talking about prayer. In general, and more specifically, as it relates to the power of a praying mother. I'm sure that we have a broad range of people listening today, some who are absolutely diligent and intentional about praying, and some who just maybe are casual prayers. We have some who use scripture to pray, some who use prayer guides or prayer journals, and some who just pray in their minds as the spirit prompts. And we also have some who, without a shadow of a doubt, believe that prayer is impactful. And we have some who wonder if prayer really works at all. Well, no matter where you are on this spectrum, rest assured this podcast is for you. In this podcast, we are going to learn about a great man who had a devoted, godly praying mom. And you will be so encouraged to see the power of prayer in their life. And we will also be regrounding ourselves as to why we pray and equip ourselves with some highly effective tips to make prayer a delight. So stay tuned. But first, a word from our sponsor. We still have our coupon code available for you guys if you wanted to do online counseling um, with Christian counselors. It's all online. It's via Zoom. You can pick who you want your counselor to be. Very reputable. They all have counseling degrees. So this isn't like some random on the internet. My mom kind of has a personal testimony to it. Yes. So I actually have done some counseling sessions with Faithful Counseling. And what I really loved about it was that you can actually put in like different qualities that you're looking for in a counselor and specialties, male, female, if they have experience tackling different issues. And so I really loved that idea that I could go through and kind of pick the one I wanted. And then um, during this COVID season, it was really applicable anyway, since I couldn't leave my house for counseling, that I actually could just do it online. And you even have the opportunity to do a Zoom type call with them, or you can just do um, a phone call, whatever works best for you. And so it was just really great to have access to counseling when you, when you need it, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So if you guys want 10% off your first month of doing this, you can go to getfaithful.com slash coffee and Bible time, and you get 10% off your first month. And of course it is cheaper than traditional in-person counseling anyway. So overall, it's just a good deal. We really recommend it, but let's just get on to the podcast. Oh, Well, one other thing, too, is that you have the option of with your counselor that they are Christian counselors. And so if you want, they will actually pray for you, which I thought was so cool. At the end of each of my counseling, she prayed for me and my issues. Oh, wow. Thanks for that. You have heard it said before that behind every great man, there's a great woman. But sometimes, as I've learned recently, 
reading a book called Devoted. The great woman is not the wife, it's his mother. So we begin this podcast with the story of a man whose mother proves that the spiritual strength can abide even when there is physical frailty. She, his mother, was his first and dearest teacher, the one who first taught him truth and the one who first modeled it in her life. Though his gentle early years would soon give way to the deepest depths of depravity, he would eventually be rescued by God's amazing grace. And yes, right, amazing grace. Later, he would quote, say, my dear mother, besides the pains she took with me, often commended me with many prayers and tears to God. And I doubt not, but I reap the fruits of these prayers to this hour. John Newton would wander, he would run, he would pursue every manner of sin, but he could never escape the great strength of that weak praying mother. She never gave up on her son, John. And she fully believed and embraced the spiritual discipline of prayer. Well, prayer is our lifeline to the creator of the universe, and we have access to him 24-7. You know, prayer is simply talking with God and having a conversation I can remember when I was actually new to the faith and my husband and I were in a small group and I was absolutely terrified of praying out loud in front of everyone. And it was one of my dear friends who just simply said, Ellen, just have a conversation with your father. And I think truly that day was the start of my prayer life. In Philippians 4, 6, the Apostle Paul encourages us to pray about everything. You know, Jesus himself was the role model of prayer as he often went by himself in a quiet and secluded place to pray to his father. He also taught his disciples how to pray And he gave us the Lord's prayer, which we use as a model for prayer, even to this day. Well, author Richard Burr, in his book called Praying Your Prodigal Home, reflects on what he thinks is the greatest surprise when he reaches heaven. So listen to his quote. I believe my greatest surprise will be the full realization of the stupendous power of prayer to which I had access while on earth, but how infrequently I used it. Oh my goodness, this statement really convicted me and helped me realize just how much I might be missing out on if I am not fully engaged in prayer. Hey, this is Mentor Mama, and I have an incredibly practical tip for all our listeners. With over 130 orders I've already placed on Instacart, I can't tell you enough how much I absolutely love Instacart. 
If you hate going grocery shopping or always end up coming home with way more items than were on your list, which of course blows your budget, then Instacart is for you. I actually save both time and money using Instacart. I save time shopping because the app keeps track of all my regular purchases, making each subsequent order super fast to enter on my app. I also save time by avoiding checkout lines and driving to and from the store. In addition to saving time, I have saved so much money because I don't get seduced by every new flavor or product on the shelf. My grocery bills have been considerably less. So, if you want to make shopping easy, get delivery via Instacart in as fast as one hour and get your first delivery free, click the link in our description and start today. Learn what theology is and how to study God within the Bible in course number seven of our In-Depth Bible Study Academy. In this academically built course, you will learn the tools to study God's character and nature within a Bible passage and how to grow closer to God relationally through Bible study. This course titled Theology, Knowing God Through In-Depth Bible Study is packed with teaching lessons, homework, quizzes, and a resource list for personal study. Head to our website, coffeeandbibletime.com, to learn more about the Academy and course number seven today. Use promo code CBT Podcast, that's CBT Podcast, to get 50% off this course right now at coffeeandbibletime.com. You know, if you think about it, God, the creator of the universe, is open to having a conversation with you and me, thanks to what Jesus did on the cross. That great, incredible, difficult sacrifice that Jesus made was done in part so that we could come directly to the throne room, and we should not take that lightly. In fact, we should use that to our advantage every day of our lives as we have access to God Almighty. Well, there is a very dear hymn that I grew up singing. It's absolutely one of my favorites. And it wasn't until recently where I realized the great connection it has to prayer. It's called, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. And, you know, this hymn emphasizes kind of the opposite, that our peace is forfeited when we neglect to carry our burdens to prayer in God. So it goes like this. What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful? 
Who will all our sorrows share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Are we weak and heavy laden, cumbered with a load of care? Precious Savior, still our refuge. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Do thy friends despise, forsake thee? Take it to the Lord in prayer. In his arms, he'll take and shield thee. Thou wilt find a solace there. Isn't that a great hymn? Oh, I absolutely love it. I encourage you to like go on YouTube and listen to it. So how do we do this prayer life on our own? You know, we don't. It's only through the power of the Holy Spirit. Richard Burr says, not only is the Holy Spirit the spirit of power, but also he is the spirit of prayer. We are instructed by the prophet Zechariah that God will pour out on the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem a spirit of grace and supplication. Since man is incapable of praying effectively when left to himself, the Holy Spirit comes to the believer's aid by helping him in his feebleness. The Apostle Paul expresses this quite succinctly in his letter to the Romans, where he says, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. You know, in other words, there is no true prayer without the enabling power of the Holy Spirit. And it's the spirit who desires to join his strength with our weakness in order that we may be recipients of his promise. In James 5, verse 16, it says, the power of a righteous man is powerful and effective. So don't believe your prayers for your prodigals are weak and worthless. No, they are powered by nothing less than the Holy Spirit. It's actually a privilege to join with God through prayer in his word. And it's foundational and essential in praying for our prodigals and seeing the transformation of sinners. You know, if this is truly our conviction, then we will persevere in prayer by God's grace. We should be encouraged and remind ourselves of the Apostle Paul's teaching in 1 Timothy. It says that God, our Savior, wants all men to be saved. And that is the purpose of Christ coming into this world. So how do we go about doing this? We need to learn to pray the scriptures. And this is so important. This is the most powerful and awesome way that we can commune with God. A really great place to start this process of praying the scriptures is in the book of Psalms. We need to remember that God speaks to us through his word. And as you read verse 
by verse, we allow the Holy Spirit who lives in our hearts to minister to our minds by formulating our prayers. Then respond to God from what he has just said to you through his word. You know, there's actually a phenomenal book called Praying the Bible by Donald Whitney. It was given to me by a very dear friend named Tracy. And he alludes to the fact that, you know, we don't pray as much as we should because we end up praying the same old things over and over again. And unfortunately, this can be boring, resulting in our minds coming to the wrong conclusion. We actually think that there's something wrong with us when the problem is not really us, but it's our method. So I want to share with you an example of how Donald Whitney encourages us to pray the Psalms and We're going to take a look at Psalm 23 for this example, and it's really only half of the very first verse. So look how he takes just a very, one, two, three, five, five words in the first verse of Psalm 23, and he turns it into this amazing prayer. So the verse says, the Lord is my shepherd, and listen to this prayer, Lord. I thank you that you are my shepherd. You're a good shepherd. You have shepherded me all the days of my life. And great shepherd, please shepherd my family today. Guard them from the ways of the world. Guide them into the ways of God. Lead them not into temptation and deliver them from evil. Oh, great shepherd, I pray for my children. Cause them to be your sheep. May they love you as their shepherd, as I do. And Lord, please shepherd me in the decisions that are before me about my future. Well, in looking at this prayer, don't you see the difference? We get into this pattern ourselves of praying the same things over and over again. But when we take a look at a passage of scripture like this and pray it back to God, you can see how much depth and expanse your prayers can take. Well, as I wrap up these tips on praying, I want to remind you of one more that's essential from Richard Burr's book. Paul the apostle implores us to integrate prayer with evangelistic endeavors. He says, quote, I urge then, first of all, that requests, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for everyone. Notice carefully the priority that Paul places on praying for others. He says, First of all, why such urgency? Because it's dealing with their eternal destiny. When you think of it in terms of people's eternal destiny, it's urgent. He desires to join with the church in bringing sinners to himself. And such activity is never wasted time. 
as Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, for he rewards those who earnestly seek him. And Psalm 102 verse 17 says that God will respond to the prayer of the destitute. He will not despise their plea. You know, before we approach an unbeliever with the gospel, we need to be going to the highest court of appeal. And it's here that we have a heavenly advocate who speaks in their defense to the judge of all the earth. It is in this court that sinners are set free as 1 John chapter 2 verse 2 says, for our advocate himself has become the atoning sacrifice, not only for our sins, but also for the sins of the world. And we believers have the God-given privilege of appealing to this ultimate judge through our Lord Jesus Christ on behalf of lost souls. And what an amazing privilege this is indeed. It's here, and we are so excited. Our new Patreon online community is finally open, and you're invited to join us. Your support is so appreciated and important. In fact, it's what allows us at Coffee and Bible Time to continue on with our ministry. We thank you in advance for your support. You know, for those of you out there that are praying mothers, you may be feeling weak or you feel like a complete failure. Well, it's important to remember to start today and that we have the gift of prayer. Remember how God has proven himself faithful in your own life. Take time to thank him for his kindness and grace in your life. And when you struggle with anxiety, and concerns for your children, spend more time praying than worrying. You know, God can use that in an amazing way to give you his peace that surpasses all understanding. Study God's word regularly and use it as a foundation for your prayer life and trust that God is working in your unbelieving child's life or any family member's life, even when you don't see it. You know, making praying for your family members a regular part of today, tomorrow, and every day will be the greatest gift that you can give them. Our prayer journal and prayer binder at Coffee and Bible Time were designed just to help you do that. So I just want to encourage you to check out our website today and see if those tools might help you. I will also put the links in our show notes for the three books that I referenced in the, this podcast. All three are an amazing, great read. And won't you please share in our YouTube podcast video comments your tips on praying so that we can all learn from one another. Thank you so much for joining us on our podcast today. We love you all. Have a blessed day.